0: Good Sunday morning, church. We bring the sacrifice of praise. And I will enter his gates with thanksgiving. join our hearts this morning as we talk to the Father. Savior, thank you that you're here before we even arrive. That your spirit is all around us. That Your Holy Spirit will fill us. Father, for the short time this morning that you might clear our minds. Open our ears that we can clearly hear your word there's sin in our life that we confess it before you this day and we'll enter your gates with thanksgiving thank you lord jesus amen be seated church cindy urbani you want to speak on the united methodist women's picnic tomorrow
1: Uh, tomorrow night is our annual picnic at the park, and it's at the uh, Gwyn through the Cade Road entrance. Go to the first street to the left and go that north, and the pavilion is up there a bit. Um, bring your own table service, a dish to pass, and your significant other.
0: Church council on Tuesday evening, 6 o'clock. You make such a difference, and it's so deeply appreciated. Dear church family and pastor, we cannot express all the love and blessings felt from each of you during our time of loss. Joe was proud to be part of the Brown City United Methodist Church and part of such a fine group of people. Please note that all your kind words, hugs, support, prayers were warmly received and much needed. Our family is truly blessed to be surrounded with such love, Judy Murray, Kelly, Quentin, and Riley. Cindy Rugenstein has fallen several times in the last few weeks. They took her to the hospital either Wednesday night or Thursday night. And the note here is that on Monday, May 11th, Cindy Rugenstein has to have another surgery, because spinal fluid is being restricted, and they believe maybe that's why she's having such difficulty. After worship over at the fire department in Yale. You want to speak on that for Emily? Wait until Ken brings you the microphone, please.
2: (laughs) Today, after church, Emily Buckmaster and the Buckmaster family, usually they sit back in there somewhere. Um, Emily is a sea cadet. Um, which means she's kind of like part of the Navy. She is, she is part of the Navy, but she's a cadet, a sea cadet. And her and her group, are raising money um, for their group, and they will be having a pancake breakfast at uh, the Yale Fire Hall. But it's really not, it's it's south of town. Yes. Yes, it's south of town. So everybody, come, join, help support Emily. She would love it, and so would the Buckmaster family. Thank you. I think it's donation.
0: any other announcements young disciples oh it's in your bulletin but there were I think there were like 26 or 27 letters sent out to folks that have been part of this church for a long long time that are not officially members you participate you support you do everything that is needed to be done so on the 24th of July, if you would like to re- receive membership in this congregation, that is your opportunity. All you have to do is come forward, ask, uh, answer a couple questions, and you are an official member. Bruce, will you be here that day, 24th of July? I think so. That would be the day you and I were saying we're practicing tomorrow, right? You say no? Oh, next Sunday. Well, we'll see how practiced. Well, no. <laughs> we're 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 practicing tomorrow, right, yes. woman? We're practicing tomorrow, right? Great. Young disciples, come on up. Come on. Yes, I knew that, dear. No, I didn't.
1: Hello? Okay. You little (laughs) kidlets.
0: But I don't want to listen to you, Pam.
1: Oh, good, because it's (laughs) on (laughs) (laughs) Is it? <laughs> <I should> <laughs> no, the word that I got um, is the word attitude, which means, um, some, uh, so a lot of times it means an opinion. Like you can have an attitude, and it's your opinion for the attitude, but um, some attitudes are like, I can remember mom saying, that's not a very good attitude to have. But you don't have to be a kid to have an attitude. I think more adults probably have bad attitudes than kids do. But um, either way, there are attitudes out there.
0: You keep preaching, sister. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um, so anyway, I just felt that God said that we really need to check our attitudes mm. because you know you can uh, form an opinion on someone. Uh, they might come in with a little bit of an attitude, but. You can form an opinion, and it can be totally wrong. And then all of a sudden, you're mad at that person. And mainly, you have more bad attitudes than you do have good attitudes. So what we need to do is just check our attitudes at the door, not just here at church, but no matter where you go. you You need to think about what you say. You need to think about how you look at someone. I mean, it could just be an attitude of a look. I mean, you, you don't have to say anything. You can just, that's what my son used to say. I know what you're thinking. You don't like my friends. I said, I didn't say I didn't like your friends. He goes, you don't have to. I can see it on your face. <laughs> so, I mean, your attitude is, it goes with you, and it's in your heart. So in Hebrews, God says, he judges the thoughts and the attitudes of our heart. So if we think we're getting away with something, we're not. Because he's always looking at it. Right? Okay. So let's pray. Father, we come to you today. We pray that our attitudes are one that you can look at and say, well done, good and faithful servant. So we just ask that you would put a check on our hearts that we could go out and that we could serve you in a way that you would be honored. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: about a spontaneous choir. 140 Share joy. Any joyful people this morning? Oh, yeah. Four thirty nine for <laughs> Four
2: thirty
0: nine. Someone else. Yes.
2: I have a joy. My daughter and son in law come up from Tennessee. They're going to be here for two weeks. Amen. So it'll be a great visit.
0: Amen. I had a great
2: joy yesterday. We had our Hurley family reunion, and it was a a great time, fellowship, and great food, and a lot of fun with their auction that they had. Who else? My mom came for a visit again because we celebrated my brother and sister-in-law's 60th birthday. And um, I know you all say this about your own, but my mom really is the best mom in the world. We were so meant to be together, and I am just always blessed every day. And I, you know, the next day she's gone, I'm already missing her.
0: Pamela had her hand up, Ken. I'm I'm getting there.
1: Uh, Sarah was Muxlow. I don't what her. She had a little baby boy this past week. Everything looks good. I asked Jan how Sarah was doing, and she said she's having a little bit of trouble walking, but she's doing pretty good.
0: Anyone else with a joy? What's prayer concerns to lift up?
2: I have a prayer recurrent for the Gordon family. Lonita had a uh, issue with her heart, and they had to do a little surgery put in three stints. That's uh, Lonita Gordon. She's doing well. She's at home. Yes, I uh, had a girlfriend of mine call me this morning just before church, wanted me to say a prayer for ronnie wanamaker he originally was from brown city he uh has had a stroke and then they have found out that he has uh, stomach cancer so please say a prayer for
0: him anyone else before we talk to the father let's do that let's talk to the father this morning Thank you that you're in our midst, Father. Thank you that when we lift up praises and concerns, you hear us. We lift up Sarah to you and her new baby. Continue to give their body strength. We lift up Mrs. Gordon and her heart issue. We lift up Ronnie. We lift up Cindy Rugenstein to you this morning. We lift up Alan. We lift up Dave, we lift up Judy Murray, we thank you for the abundant blessings. We thank you for the brothers and sisters who make up this congregation. Thank you for Pamela's message to us this morning. Father, I pray for beautiful weather for the picnic tomorrow night. Lift up Julie to you this morning and Kevin. lift up those who are traveling or trying to enjoy a vacation thank you for the beautiful month of July that you might hear us this morning as we pray father as we pray our father If you would gather, please. There is noisy offering this morning, also, church. Father, thank you for the beauty of the day. Thank you for the privilege to be able to gather in your house this day. We bring a sacrifice of praise to you, Father. We lay the tithes, gifts, and offerings on the altar. May you find us faithful to the task. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Do any of you big kids want to go downstairs for a junior church? No. No? Okay. I thought I'd uh, I thought I I would ask. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Do you know? do whatever he tells you the word of God for the people of God God. God. two interesting thoughts came to my mind this morning one when I went downstairs for prayer and when I walked in on Sunday school they were talking about uh, man-made rules and man-made laws (laughs) and how we struggle with those and what came to my mind were the Ten Commandments that if we could just follow the Ten Commandments we wouldn't have to worry about all the man-made rules and all the man-made laws and then when Pamela was sharing the children's message this morning for us big kids about attitudes, and then Elizabeth added to it when she said, like many of you, she has the greatest mom. You can probably relate to that. And I thought, well, I can't relate to that one, but was in a conversation with a non-practicing Muslim and a non-practicing Jehovah Witness and two Christians. The non-practicing Muslim was pretty much disowned by his family. The non-practicing Jehovah Witness was disowned by her family. She was even in a local restaurant with her husband having dinner and her mom and dad came into the restaurant saw that she was sitting there and got up and left in the name of their religion Two Christians in the same conversation my mother disowned me when I was 16 years old because I got involved with Karen when she's dying of bone cancer I go to see her because that's what God told me to do and She rejected me then and rejected Jesus then. Our attitude that we have will have drastic impact on people's lives. We should be more cautious on how we speak to each other with words of love and words of encouragement, not This dogma man-made laws that uh, have kept people out of the institution of the church for years. Because there's this false information out there in the world that if you come to the church, it's where all the hypocrites are. I don't agree with that statement. I've always looked at the church as being sort of like a, uh, a doctor's office or a hospital where we can come and everybody's welcome to come. Jesus isn't going to reject anybody. He's going to welcome you uh, with love and open arms. And he wants you to have a relationship with him. So you may encounter somebody this week that you don't know the trouble they're going through. And for them, the only Jesus they may see is you. And I'm glad that when I look at you, and we're all different, but we can see Jesus through each other. But that's what the world needs. Where are you and your attitude? It's easy to judge. We've talked about that before. Uh, Kate said to me last Sunday after church, thanks for not judging me because uh, I used her for illustration. There's some things we need to know this morning. And as you're leaving this morning before Mary Lou escapes, uh, wish her well. She gets a vacation this week. Well-deserved vacation. Some things uh, God wants you to know. From 1 John 3. Scripture says we know that we have passed from death unto life. See if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ when you take your last breath. Scripture says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Some theologians would debate that text but. I want to believe that uh, when I take my last breath that I'm going to be in the presence of the Father. When you take your last breath you're going to be in presence of the Father. But you have to be saved. You have to be born again to receive your eternal crown in paradise. Some will be rejected because they knew him not. And the crazy thing about the day we live in, I I find it in Isaiah 5 and 20. And you've heard this not long ago. What sorrow for those who say that evil is good and good is evil. The world's polluted right now. With a bunch of false teaching and false information. And this do whatever you want, feel good attitude isn't going to get you into heaven. You have to have a sound, strong relationship with Jesus Christ. And part of building on that strong relationship with Jesus Christ is the way that we treat each other. I I think of our children and some of the things that they did when they were growing up. Nothing really bad. But in my mind, I cannot comprehend how a And I'm just speaking from a father's perspective. How I could disown my children. Especially my daughter. Because uh, some of you dads may understand this. We had one daughter and three sons. And to this day, they know that our daughter is treated a little bit better than the boys. That's just the way that it is. But they know that they were loved. So I can't comprehend how we would just throw them away. I don't get that in the name of our religion. Because if people know that you claim to be Christian, they're waiting for you to stumble and fall so they can say, See, I told you, we can't be that way. God wants you to know this morning that you are loved. And highly favored. You set aside. You're a chosen people. A royal priesthood. See we're different. We're special. If you have your relationship with Christ. You'll stand before him one day. And you'll give an account of your life. There will be good and there will be bad. In John 1 and 2. Little children. So I love it when the little people are up here. But I love it when the 60- and 70-year-old little people are up here too. Because there's always a message for us. There's always a message. I believe that we're living in the last days because the world's gone crazy. But Scripture says it's even going to be crazier than this when Jesus returns. And he will return because he says so in his word. We we don't hear that too much anymore in the Christian faith. We don't hear about uh, you must confess your sins and you must be born again because the world doesn't want to hear that. But we're not of the world. We're to be in the world, but set aside because we're a follower of Jesus Christ. In John 1, 1 John 2, he wants you to know the truth. This is the truth. This hasn't changed when God, from when God inspired men to pen this. His word hasn't changed. Sin is sin. Wrong is wrong. Evil is evil. Men are men and women are women. And we were formed in the womb that God created. We don't have, we don't have the choice to choose if we want to be male or female. God made that choice for us in the beginning. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. He formed all this and he formed us. He formed you. I've not written unto you because you know not the truth, but because you do know it. And if you have heard his word once or a million times, his word hasn't changed. God wants you to know that he's the righteous one. There's only one without blemish. I've encountered people that think their way is the right way and nothing else matters because. They think it's that way. That's the way it must be. I don't think any of us spoke the word and the stars were in the sky. I don't think any of us spoke the word and your heart started to beat. See, Sydney posted something on the Facebook last yesterday they were debating on if they were going to let her out of the hospital. Because she's in a rough way. But if you know Cindy Rugenstein, you also know that she's a little hard-headed. So she said that she was considering checking herself out of the hospital. Doctor advised not to do that couple hours later there's a post well I'm home now I checked myself out of the hospital and I responded to it I said do you have any Irish in your blood asking for a friend and she responded to that did Rob put you up to this and I thought no And we know the struggle she's had physically. I think this would be her fifth surgery in just a few months. But I believe this also, that God could say, be healed. And the doctors would be dumbfounded. Some of them might not understand it. I remember my cardiologist sitting on my bed before my open heart surgery and praying with me. There are Christian doctors. There are Christian doctors who understand and believe that God has gifted them with their abilities. The righteous one is God the Father. In 1 John 5 and 14... He answers your prayer. Scripture says, and this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. You ever ask God for anything? I do. I have. I will. You know the amazing thing about God Sometimes he says no. I mean, of you like to be told no? Don't all put your hands up at once. Because we don't like to be told no. We don't like to be told wait. Because we are anxious people. We like res- I don't know about you, but I like results right now. I don't like to have to wait around for it. I want to see it right now. Sometimes it's immediately that he answers our prayer. But you have to approach him with confidence. A woman in the Sutton Sunshine Church, every Sunday during joys and prayers, she'd have something to present to the Father. And Karen was her name. She just got to the point where on Sunday morning when her hand went up, she would say, it's me again, Lord. Because he wants to hear you. It doesn't matter if it's one time or a thousand times. He's waiting to hear you. He's waiting for you to call on his name. You know, this misconception that was created in the church, I don't know when. If I can talk to the pastor, everything would be fine. Pastor is a sinner just like you. Pastor needs his grace just like you. When I have something, I take it to the Father. When you have something, you should talk to the Father. As simple as it is to pick up your phone and call the pastor, you can talk to the Father. And if you're out of range, it won't be long distance. Uh, If you're on a cell phone and you hit a dry spot, your phone will be dropped. He won't drop you. He's waiting to hear from us. He's waiting to hear from you. Some of you have some things going on in your life right now that you don't want a lot of people to know what's going on. I hope that you're talking to him. He already knows what's going on. He knows the numbers of days you have on this earth. He knows the number of hairs you have on your head. So he knows what you're going through. But I believe he's waiting for you. That you approach him with confidence. And you believe that he will hear you and he will answer you. Because only he can. This crazy world we live in right now. The only way that it's going to get better. Is if all the Christians. Arise. Rise up, O men of God. You go into Old Testament, and this is nothing against you ladies in this house, okay? The man is the head of the household, the spiritual head of the household. Not the king of the castle. You know, we were working Project Blessing the other night, and Miss Ola brought me a newspaper from Yale. And I'm funny about my newspaper Don't you dare read my newspaper before I do. Don't you dare. So it's sitting on the counter, and there's a woman there, and she gets ready to leave, and she goes to take my newspaper. Oh, don't you dare do that, woman. Don't you dare do that. That's my attitude. Pam, you you hit me this morning, too. I need to adjust my attitude. You know what, she might have needed the newspaper worse than I did. All I wanted to know is what's going on at the zoo over there in city council. (laughs) Oh, a joy. Cousin Greg came home from Texas. We got to see him yesterday. (coughs) Spent six months in ICU. COVID almost killed him. He's on disability now. He'll probably never be 100% unless God touches him and says, you are healed. His, His one arm doesn't work real well. But you know what he learned? Don't take anything for granted. Appreciate this day and what God has blessed you with this day because you're not promised tomorrow. And then 1 John 3 God wants you to know you'll be like him. Beloved, you are now sons of God. We're his image. We are created in his image. We're created to go out these doors and be the best example to the world, to our families, to our workplace, to our neighborhoods, to our community, that we can be in Jesus' name. You want to make somebody's day? I gave a bag of potato chips to a woman the other day. And you would have thought that she hit that $360 million Powerball. She was so thankful for something so simple. It's the little things, the simple things, the Christ-like things that will make a difference in this day we live in what sorrow for those who say that evil is good and good is evil that dark is light and light is dark that bitter is sweet and sweet is bitter the rules haven't changed they're still right there ten simple rules to live by if we could live by those the world would be a much better place until, until he returns. Let's close with 504, church, the old rugged cross. I want to clarify something so there's no misunderstanding. You can call this pastor anytime, day or night, 3 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the afternoon you can call me. When I was talking about you know people think the preacher can fix everything. I don't want you to think that I don't want you calling me because I do want you calling me. But you need to understand that he's the one that you need to talk to first. He's the one that will fix you. He's the one that will set you free. He's the one that will heal you. He's the one that will meet you at every point of your need. You call me at 3 o'clock in the morning, I might be crabby. Just saying. Just wanted to clarify that, okay? Let's pray. Father, I didn't pray for these uh, young cadets that are having their fundraiser this morning, so we lift that community event up to you and we ask a blessing upon it. We ask a blessing upon each one in this building this morning and those that are listening to us uh, in whatever form Ken has made available to them out there in the cyber world. Be with those this morning that need your touch. Be with those that are struggling this morning. And as I was reminded this morning, let's check our attitudes. God bless you, church, and may God continue to bless America. Amen.